0: Baker Mayfield, after two days, less than two days, was ready to rock and a comeback victory for those Los Angeles Rams against the Las Vegas Raiders in Baker Mayfield's debut. We'll get to all of it, the 98-yard game-winning drive for Baker Mayfield, comments before or after, and how did the Raiders lose that football game? And, of course, make the rest of our picks for Week 14 coming up right now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks for making us your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day is what we do. Make sure you check out everything else the network has to offer. How about it, Matt? Baker Mayfield and the Los Angeles Rams with a 17-16 win over the Las Vegas Raiders. The The Rams could do nothing for three quarters, put up 14 fourth quarter points because after the first quarter the Las Vegas Raiders could do nothing and put any points to lengthen that lead and put the Los Angeles Rams away Matt I don't know if this speaks more to uh, the Rams and Baker Mayfield joining the team or the ineptitude of the Las Vegas Raiders here a huge disappointment has to be on this uh, on this Friday morning now for those Las Vegas Raiders fans that are waking up
1: yeah, real quick, I want to wish my father, he's a listener, a very happy 75th birthday for the old man. Good stuff yes. there for T-Bone, my dad, Terry. He's the man. He's a listener. Good stuff. <laughs> happy birthday, T-Bone. Happy birthday, T-Bone. Grumps, Terry, whoever. He has all kinds of names from his grandkids. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> Raiders. Let's, I'm going to start with the Raiders real quick, Yeah, because there were three, five and seven teams, not coincidentally, one of the Steelers, Browns and Raiders. And I saw this number going into this, that if you lose this game, when you're five and seven, your playoff chances historically fall to under 1%. But if you win this game, when you're five and seven, it jumps all the way up to like 15%. That's a big deal. I mean, historically a team that starts five and seven gets in every year almost. So it pretty much eliminates you is where I'm going. And with that much stuff on the line, I understand it's a short week, but you're clearly the more talented team. You are playing better football coming in. This is kind of an unexcusable loss for the Raiders. So I'm going to put a lot at their feet without question. Also, I very much believe this time of year is about head coaches. You know, there's a lot of bad things that get thrown at you. How do you adjust? How do you, you know, get over all the hurdles this time of year? You should have a real good pulse of your team by now. And this is a couple of weeks in a row that the Rams have played over, have outkicked their coverage, have played better than their talent on the field. And I think McVay deserves a ton of credit for that. You have to think, you know, I mean, him and Baker were in each other's ear the entire time. Not uncommon. That would have been the same thing with Stafford. But I have to think that they were learning from one another Every snap, every series, you know, like, man, I didn't see that. I didn't even know that was part of the offense. There was one or two plays where he like rolled right when he should have ran left or tried to hand it off to a running back the wrong way. But my takeaway from Baker, and I've been really hard on him. I mean, I didn't think he was worth the first overall pick. I thought he was a little overrated as a rookie. I, I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. But what he absolutely is, is a professional quarterback. You know, like some of these dudes that the Rams have thrown out there or rookies or young guys just don't belong and maybe never will. He belongs on an NFL field, in an NFL stadium. He understands what it takes to move the ball and win at this level. And there's maybe only 40 of them on the planet.
0: Uh, I think coaching is, is an absolutely huge part of that, and yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. And uh, a couple of notes here one from Baker Mayfield himself after the game, with the panel on the field still with his uniform on being asked about that play and the end of the game. He said, To be honest with you, I was completely shocked they would line up in press coverage with 15 seconds left. And um, right, professional
1: quarterback knows what's going I, on, you know, exactly. right,
0: right, right. And Fitzpatrick's com uh reply was. And the defensive coordinator went to Yale. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is a Harvard guy, right? So, uh, I thought that was a hilarious comment. Good, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, it's there's only one way that this can happen. And the Raiders allowed that one thing to happen because they couldn't put the, the game away earlier. The mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that interception was at the end of the first half. Oh, Derek Carr. That's yeah. one of the worst I've seen this year. Um, how about this note from Matt Schneidman on Twitter? Devonte Adams has played 62 games for the Packers in the regular season in the playoffs from 2018 to 2021. He caught less than four passes only once in those 62 games. He has already four games with fewer than four catches this season with the Raiders. All four of those games, losses. Wow. So you look at the offensive coaching, you look at the defensive coaching, and I, I you got to feel like it's, it's letting the Raiders down a little bit right now.
1: Yeah, I also think the offense... I'm talking about both sides of my mouth because I commended them for that just a week ago, run through Jacobs, run through Adams. You have to have three in this league though. I mean, you you can't just have two pitches, you know, you you have to have a slider, you have to have a knuckleball, whatever. I I don't know baseball well enough, but uh, I mean, mean, (laughs) and along those lines, I'm not saying Cam Akers, Kyron Williams, Gowernack, Tutu Atwell, Van Jefferson are going to be the Rams third pitch. But all those guys are getting an opportunity, and they're young, and some of them are drafted pretty high. Maybe there's some long-term answers developing to go around the Cooper Cups of the world going forward. You,
0: you, you can you can find some bright sides to this. Yeah, so yeah. The, the thing I come away with is it was two bad teams equally matched. And that's why <laughs> the score was so close. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think it was Jason was one of the listeners that had some questions about why we were always picking the Raiders to lose. And I, and I think we saw it. And I actually picked Raiders to win in this one. There, there was no go. way they should have lost this football game against the quarterback that just showed up into town. There's no way Baker Mayfield's stat line should be better than Derek Carr's in this game. Baker Mayfield, 22 of 35, 230 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions, 91.4 QB rating. And Derek Carr, 11 for 20, barely over 50% passing, 137 yards, Zero touchdowns, two interceptions in this game. And it wasn't because the Rams defense is so talented without Aaron Donald that they couldn't get it done. And actually, Devontae Adams was 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 cooking uh, Jalen Ramsey a little bit, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, and I know Ramsey was on him, so you're not going to win everything. And, you know, three catches for 71 was good for Devontae Adams still, but they missed a few others. And they have enough other players on the team. Mac Collins only had two catches in this game. He's had some big games this year. Josh Jacobs as well out of the backfield. So, um to not be able to put them away when you have that lead early for a team that's just bringing in a new quarterback is uh, is why we've been so down on the Raiders this year. And it was a nice three game winning streak they had going into this, but as you said, one percent chance now to make the playoffs. It's a huge difference losing this game yeah. at five and eight, three games under five hundred. You have to win out just to get to nine and eight, and nine wins might not even be enough.
1: Especially in the AFC, and you mentioned Jacobs. What a warrior with his hand! Uh, he has to have at least a broken pinky, if not a broken hand. And you're right about Carr, 11 for 20 for 137 against an Aaron donald list defense. No touchdowns, two interceptions. Both were bad. Adams was another superstar. Um, I had some other little nugget here. I can't remember. Um, Fair enough. Good stuff. Oh, oh, (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at betonline.com, our buddies here, and I thought, Raiders minus six and a half was the lock of the century, and oh. I was going to lose that bet before the last drive by half a point.
0: Right, I was thinking that too. The Jets started <laughs> and I was like, "Well, no way, Baker Mayfield's going to lead them ninety-eight yards." And so, uh, you know, but still, six points to the line, six and a half. You know, just missed yep. that. One. Good job with a, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the lines there. But no, the the Rams came back with Baker Mayfield. Do you think last note of Baker Mayfield? He
1: might be their starter next year. Well, yeah,
0: because yeah, now there's so. Yeah if he plays at least like this and plays a little better, they at least get a comp pick out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Which they love the comp pick game. So it looks like a nice pickup, at least so far now, just one game in uh, after claiming Baker Mayfield for whatever, $1.3 million is going to cost him the rest of the year, but they might need a starting quarterback next year. And again, a professional quarterback, at least they, they have that option now with Baker Mayfield. Um, and
1: shouldn't my the last Texans note- or Broncos or somebody put in for him too? I'm, you know,
0: I mean, yeah, it's his it was amazing how low his stock was. It yeah, was so yeah. low. It was so low that the only team was the Rams that even claimed it. That means the other teams that might have had interest would have been like, oh, we'll give you a couple hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, minimum market, right?
0: Like, you know, you know, whatever the veteran minimum for the last five games is. So that that's how bad Baker Mayfield's stock was. And and yeah. a lot of it can be on him. But do you think? there's an element of Baker Mayfield's sort of backyard style of play kind of helps him to not know. It's not that big yeah. of a, that's like is it going to make him that much better in four weeks when he's, when he's thrown a lot of passes in practice to Ben Skarnick?
1: I think Aikman even mentioned that he was a color guy. I think Yeah. In the second half, like maybe the best thing for Baker in this game is just treat it like if you or I was a quarterback playing in the backyard, like, Oh, you got man coverage. I'm not going to read all the keys. I'm just going to see who's open and chuck it, you know, like maybe that is worked in his advantage more than the, I have to go through my progression robot type quarterback, you know, on such short notice, like Favre would have been fine out there, you know,
0: Rough season for both of these teams. And it was a rough game, but it it was a fun ending. So at least we had that on Thursday night in prime time to, uh, to give us a little bit of juice getting into week 14. How about week 14, Matt and I will make the picks for the rest of our week 14 schedule that we did not make picks for yesterday in our Sunday six pack next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. And unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. When it's not working out for you, it's normal to feel maybe a little bit stuck. I know I've felt stuck and therapy can help you. Train your mind to to find your own solutions, and it can be so rewarding when you are able to get yourself unstuck with the help of therapists that are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service. They've matched millions of people. Professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy. Plus, it's more convenient, more accessible, and it's more affordable. All you do is you fill out a brief questionnaire. I've done it. It takes just a couple minutes. And... They match you with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, it can really be super easy to switch to a new therapist at any time. Could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% with your first month of BetterHelp.com slash locked on. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp, dot com slash locked on. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Matt. Getting in here to the week 14 schedule, a ton of games. Uh, we've got Dolphins Chargers, which was part of our six pack. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We had so much to get to yesterday that we didn't quite get to that game to finish up our six pack. So let's start with that one here, which I, I think is going to be a really fun football game. And uh, two teams that still, I think, are in a place after 13 games where, we're still finding out exactly what they're going to be. And I think they might tell us a lot here in primetime.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is going to be an excellent game, a very high scoring game, a quarterback centric game. Uh, I know two is coming off a rough outing against your guys, but I'm just going to kind of blame Fred Warner for that, you know, over the middle problems, you know, that that's a terrible, terrible matchup for Miami with Warner in the middle there. And he's that kind of impact player, as you know, But I also think Mike Williams coming back is a big impact for the Chargers, too. I mean, they've played some – a lot of dudes they weren't counting on playing at receiver this year. And you're finally going to see Keenan Allen and Mike Williams together. We're going to see Waddle, Tua, Herbert, Hill. And I think it's just going to be throw it all over the yard. I like the over better than I like the bets, even though it's 52-and-a-half. I like Miami to win, but I'll take the three points and – I'm I'm hesitant on the three though. I think Miami's gonna score a lot.
0: I like Miami to score a lot in this one. And I I'm waiting to see how the Chargers look on offense. And I, yeah. I think it's I mean how how many games this year have maybe is it one game that both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen like started and finished?
1: I know I I stole this from Mike Sando because I tweeted it like two weeks ago and I'm not going to dig because it's deep down my timeline, but he has something like 28 snaps together or under 50 snaps together all year. I mean, it's brutal. I I mean, I think Herbert's, I think the number was Herbert's thrown like 20 passes when both guys have been on the field this year. It's brutal. That is very, very, so so
0: that's huge for the chargers at home and they're the home underdogs in this one. Right? So, that makes me want to kind of lean in that direction but i i i believe that you are exactly right the dolphins ran into a, an interesting situation last week cross country trip and facing a team that was very familiar a lot of familiarity right. a lot of weirdness right. there and ran into the best defense in the league and mm-hmm. tua was not himself if tua is himself they're going to score points so the question is you know is it going to be uh, you know a 60 70 point shootout here between the dolphins and the chargers and it absolutely could be um well, yeah But I do like the Miami Dolphins in this one. And I don't know if the Chargers have that home field advantage enough to make me think that it's going to swing big time in the other direction just because of where it's being played. But Justin Herbert having both his weapons back is huge. And so that's why this game is going to be so fun. But reluctantly, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. But this is a popcorn game for me this week.
1: And Tua doesn't have to deal with Nick Bosa or, for that matter, his brother Joey in this one. Joey, yeah. (laughs) Be happy about. Yep. I guess we could get a hustle through these now, huh? We got we've been dilly dallying. Well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's
0: we get we tend to get a little long winded sometimes. <laughs> so we have the Sean Watson and the Browns at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals at home, favored by five and a half at eight and four. The Browns at five and seven. They're they're in a similar situation to those Raiders. There's a few teams yeah. that if they really get hot down the stretch, they can get into that wild card situation. But again, you can't you can't fall to the dreaded five and eight if you're the Browns.
1: So the Browns have owned the burrow led Bengals and I don't really know why um, they run the ball. Well, uh, Brissett played great in the first meeting. I know Miles Garrett has traditionally wrecked the in-state rival and in bad offensive tackles for the Bengals, but they didn't have chase the first time around. This is a Watson game. Who's never faced the Bengals in a Browns uniform. Of course. So I don't know what to make of the Browns. I mean, I have to believe that Watson's a better player than he showed last week, but I still am hesitant to think, oh, he'll be back to the two-year-ago Watson. And I know Burrow's a total superstar, and they're at home. So I'm going to go Bengals minus five and a half.
0: Yeah, Bengals are too hot, and I still need to see it with Watson and be like, okay, there he is. That's the guy. And it might take a while, and it might take more, more than just that one game against the worst team in the league last week and and running into a much better team this week so yeah give me those bangles all the way in this one
1: yeah i mean it's a the numbers a little scary but that's such as life
0: talk about a scary number matt 17 and a half points the dallas yeah. Cowboys at home at nine and three favored over the 110 and one houston Texans.
1: if you have dallas's defense in fantasy whoo I mean, 10 sacks you know eight sacks i mean it's gonna be bad they're going back to mills the Cowboys have a little bit of recent history. Minnesota, that fourth quarter last week of running up the score, I think they're going to do it again. I'm going to lay the 17, which is probably not smart.
0: I wish it was at least in Houston to give me a reason to to take a home dog here. And I actually took Houston last week because I thought they would keep it closer against the uh, um, against the the Cleveland Browns in. Watson's comeback debut and everything looked right and Watson was rusty and they had a five nothing baseball score lead there early in the game and they still, you know, got whooped. So yeah, I think you almost have to give up the points. They almost can't make the line big enough. That's why this is gotta be the biggest line I've seen this year. I can't remember a line anywhere close to 17 and a half. There's some big lines earlier on in the season, but this is huge. And I don't want to, you know, I wouldn't put my money on it just because it's so big, but you have to pick one. I just don't have any confidence
1: And the Cowboys been blowing people out and not shy about doing it. Exactly, I, I some maybe the off season, I we need to get a, a Vegas expert on. Like, how do you really make this line that you can convince people to bet on tex- the Texans? You know, like does it could it go up to twenty? I mean, like I, I don't know how you do that from a Vegas perspective.
0: That would be very interesting. It's like how yeah. do you set those initial lines in a game that's like this to get anybody because traditionally you want people to bet 50 50 on your lines and you've done your great, you've done a great yeah. job. If you are a, and that's why lines move, right? Cause if there's too much money coming on one side, they're like, okay, well it's too far that way. It's going to go this way, this way until they're trying to get more 50 50 people betting on both sides of the line.
1: I mean, if this opened at 12, I would run to the window to, to bet on Dallas. And they'd right. probably like, wow, that's not close to big enough. Put up to 20.
0: At a certain point, just so few games end with, you know, a t- three touchdown wins, even bad teams against good teams because, you sure. you know, you kick it into neutral in the second half and put in your backups and things like that. So that's why it's even hard to go much higher than 17 and a half, which makes you want to try- kind of put the Texans in there, but it's you just can't do it.
1: Right, 100%. I, there's no way I could bet on the Texans in this game, probably no matter what the number was. Almost.
0: uh How about the Jaguars at the Titans? Yeah. Recently... Fired GM John Robinson in Tennessee, Tennessee at home at seven and five. Mike Vrabel said he didn't have anything to do with it. It was all ownership. And he found out about it and said, OK, yes, man, that is the what you say as owner. And that's what's going to happen. Um, I don't know if I find it a little bit hard to believe, but but that's what Vrabel's story is. Um, and Vrabel's Tennessee Titans now favored by three and a half. Hosting the four and eight Jaguars.
1: We think Lawrence is playing. He hasn't practiced all week. So, and, and it's your, your CJ Beathard. If it's not, I, I, I don't know if he's playing or not. I'll take the Titans. And this is just, even if Lawrence is playing Derek Henry, destroying Jacksonville and Houston. I mean, there's just so much evidence of him doing that four times a year. I think this is another one.
0: I'm with you. Give me the Titans. Give me the Titans. And maybe everyone straightens up a little bit with the Titans, right?
1: Yeah. Like, so yeah, he gets yeah,
0: yeah. Fired. The guy that drafted you got fired. If you're a player, you're like, oh, my God, if that guy can get fired, like I can get cut quickly, right? I, I better straighten up and play some football or else I'm not going to have a job here next year.
1: That's a good point. I mean, it probably puts the, the whole facility on alarm.
0: You got to put some film out there for the next GM.
1: That too. That too.
0: How about the Baltimore Ravens at your Pittsburgh Steelers, Matt? Ravens are the underdogs. At 8-4 and here, Steelers at home favored by two points at 5-7 and against those Baltimore Ravens, which will not have Lamar Jackson this week.
1: So I already made my official prediction for Steelers.com, and I had Steelers 13, Ravens 10. So I didn't even know the line was two. So I guess I'll take the Steelers minus two. Although in a game like that, Justin Tucker scares the heck out of me, of course, but this game is going to be run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt. Physical, beat the crap out of each other. Old school Ray Lewis versus Ben Roethlisberger, Troy Paul type game. Ugly.
0: So what I'm hearing is you go to bet online and smash the under.
1: Well, yeah, it's 37. I mean, it's a low number, but. I have it really low. It's not 23. Yeah.
0: Uh But yeah, and so that's why the over under is low in this game, and I tend to agree with you. Which which means to me, when it's ever that tight, and you got a kicker like Justin Tucker, I'm going to take the Ravens and take those points mm-hmm. because um, if if all if all they have to do offensively, even without Lamar Jackson, is score one touchdown and kick a couple field goals, and that that's might be enough. Yeah, then I'll take a couple extra points there to get me over that against the Steelers. So um, yeah. Steelers have a
1: four-game winning streak in the this series.
0: This will be the exact opposite of that Dolphins Chargers game. Oh next yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, we've got a few more games: Chiefs, right. Broncos. We got Panthers, Seahawks, and uh, some some playoff implications here as we get late in the season, Week fourteen next. Prize picks. What is prize picks? Well, it's daily fantasy made easy. How easy is prize picks? All you do is pick two to five players. You're not picking an entire roster of players. You find any sport you want. You see projections you like. You pick two to five and win up to 10 times your money on any entry. How easy is it to enter? Well, entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. That's how easy it is to play prize picks. If your season-long fantasy teams have gone in the tank, you can play Daily fantasy. It's called daily because you can play every stinking day. Not only NFL projections available, of which there are a ton of in any game you want to go to, tons of projections for the NFL at prize picks NBA, NHL, PGA, soccer, golf, NASCAR, esports, tennis, MMA, boxing you name it, you can find projections at prize picks and play fantasy every stinking day all you do is pick two to five players if they score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry so go to prizepicks.com or download the prize picks app sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on if you deposit $100 prize picks will give you $100 if you deposit 50 prize picks will give you 50 don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 dollars the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos this is a not a seven and 17 and a half point line Matt but nine and a half points here is a two score advantage on paper going in for the road Kansas City Chiefs at nine and three coming off a loss and the three and nine Denver Broncos
1: good defense tough place to play but Reed and Mahomes have done this you know all the time and they dominate this division um I'm going to lay the points. I think Kansas city blows them out basically just on the thought of, I watched a lot of that Denver Baltimore game to prepare for new Raven Steelers. There's not much reason to start believing that Denver's offense is turning any kind of corner. No like, <laughs> it's brutal.
0: Even in a bad game, the chiefs are going to put up 24 points. Yeah. Right. Right. Broncos might
1: not get more than
0: 10 or 12, which means, right. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and, nine, uh, and, and nine and a half, not enough. I'll take that nine and a half before it sneaks up to ten, in fact. Exactly. I bet this ends at like ten and a half. And the other thing about it too is the Kansas City Chiefs, I think, are among the best teams in the league. I I, I still would probably, if I had to bet on one team that's gonna make the Super Bowl this year, I'd still put on the Kansas City Chiefs because you- of that. Mahomes read connection how good they are together um the weapons have been fine for the chiefs on offense this year their defense is playing well enough they're 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 a good football team that you don't really want to see and they could score on anybody um and this week coming off a loss i've been really big on that this year and noticing the ebbs and flows of the the nfl and when the team gets beat they come back strong when a team has this huge win you think oh this team's invincible. Suddenly, the next week, they don't look quite as invincible. Things change so much over the course of a week, and I don't know if it's just, you know, um, sleep cycles or what it is. You know, uh, the ball bounce is funny, and sometimes games take on their own, their own persona on the field every single week, every single game. It just is so different, but the Chiefs coming off a loss, I'm going big on the Chiefs this week.
1: It's funny. I was about to say the exact same thing, and I was going to even ask our Twitter audience, maybe someone could find this information for me because I would love to know – the Chiefs' average margin of victory the week after a loss with Mahomes, I bet it's big, <laughs> real big.
0: It might be even over nine and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking it's a blowout, but I have no like, no clue. It's just a hunch.
0: Seattle Seahawks uh, favored at home as they should be by three and a half points against the four and eight Panthers, who are back into the old. It's like it's like oh, never mind. Forget everything we all we did. It's it's the Sam Darnold era again for the for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Really strange situation over there.
1: I was kind of anxious to bet on Carolina this week because I do like their defense. We've talked about that a lot. I think their O lines rounding in the shape. They have a formula with Foreman coming off a bye. Darnold played pretty well by Carolina quarterback standards, you know, his last outing. But I hate that this is a cross-country road trip against a really good offense. I'll still take the three and a half, but I don't love this spot at all for the Panthers.
0: I've become a believer in what the Seahawks are doing this year. and They just keep on doing it. Lockett, Metcalf, both going big last week. Geno mm-hmm. Smith is just like, he's playing at an MVP level. It's crazy what the Seahawks are doing, and they keep doing it. And I don't see why they're not going to keep doing it at home this week. Tough place to play against the Carolina Panthers. Three and a half points. Not enough to scare me off of that one, so give me the Seahawks. Monday Night Football, the yeah. New England Patriots at... The Arizona Cardinals, six and six, Pats, and the four and eight Cardinals. I don't think either one of these teams has a signature win this
1: year where they really beat a good team. It seems to me that the Patriots get beat handily by good teams and edge out bad teams, which I give, you know, Belichick all the credit in the world for, especially with somewhat of a broken offense. I think Arizona loses this game. I don't know how. They have better players. I mean, Belichick would kill for Kyler and Hopkins and you know, Brown and these guys. I just think Belichick muddies this thing up and somehow leaves with a last minute field goal and you know road trip, uh, you know business trip in Arizona turns around with a win.
0: I hate that the <laughs> that the Patriots are favored on the road in this game. I know because I want to pick the Patriots and it's only oh, at one and a half points, you know, that might creep up to two, go down to one, something like that. It doesn't really uh, change a ton in this games. If you think the better team is going to win, then you you pick that team when it's so, such a low number, but man, the the home dog has worked so well for me this year. The Cardinals should be better than they are. Yeah. Um, I think this is a perfect scenario for Bill Belichick to go out, coach somebody and get a win, but I'm going to go ahead and and take those one and a half points, those measly points with the home Arizona Cardinals and, and say that they can put something together here because they should be better. And of course, Bill Belichick's Patriots are going to go win this game.
1: One nugget I didn't think about that makes me double think this one or think again is really athletic quarterbacks. Runners have given the Patriots a lot of, uh, of problems. I mean, they have those big heavy linebackers that don't keep up with the, Josh yeah. Allen Lamar Kyler's of the world and he could have a big game on the ground
0: thanks everybody for making Peacock and Williamson your force your first listen if you disagree with our picks or uh you want to come back at us like uh Jason did about the Raiders win streak last week <laughs> feel free at BD peacock at Williamson NFL we appreciate I'm not you picking on be- you Jason oh no, not at all, not at <laughs> all. Uh, we will be back after all the action in week 14 Monday right here peacock and Williamson